0: Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 87 of the Holding Court Podcast. Today we are talking about Justin coming off of the IL. So excited. We'll recap Kershaw's challenge, ping pong for purpose. We'll talk about some superstitions, and we'll share our favorite memories of the great Vin Scully. All coming up right now on Holding Court.
1: Boom, bum, 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 bum,
0: Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot.
1: B, C, D, E, F.
0: I don't, that wasn't what I was going for, but I appreciate (laughs) you knowing (laughs) the letters of those words. I was laughing so hard at you yesterday on the phone because you were trying to spell out a name phonetically that What it's called, I guess, phonetically, yeah, phonetic. And the words you the, the point of doing that <laughs> is so there is beyond a shadow of a doubt what letter you're trying to say, and you are not. I think I it's did as okay. if you would say P, I, I don't know, like you, it was, it was I not said
1: great, E as an Edward,
0: that's fine.
1: I said, I don't remember what I was spelling.
0: It was not great.
1: It wasn't good, but it, we got <laughs> it done.
0: I know that there's a standard military alphabet that's mm-hmm. used, but I just remember my dad's letters.
1: And yeah, was, you said your dad was. N really as
0: good. in Nancy, P as in Paul. Oh, I
1: did an N as in Nancy.
0: Did you? Yeah. Okay.
1: But I think that was the only one I.
0: V is in Victor, that's a good one. Yeah. X is in X-ray. Okay, but Which X I don't X know. isn't
1: like questionable. I think when you say X, everyone knows you are saying X. It's like S E D M N. Like those are the ones you got to like.
0: Yeah, because M and N are yeah, easy to switch. Yeah
1: it's like, yeah. like I think you do ones. it
0: through the whole thing though. If you were to do your last name right now, go through it.
1: T as in Turner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on here, it's saying tango.
1: Tango, tango. I good. think I'd
0: say t as in Tom, but then they might think
1: u as in else. u as in universal.
0: Okay, on here it says uniform or uniform. Okay. Maybe unicorn. Maybe would be a nice little variety.
1: R as in Roger.
0: Okay. Like N that.
1: as in Nicholas.
0: Not Nancy again. Well, Nancy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I just said Nancy. I should have said Nancy. Okay. E as in Edward. Okay. Or Echo.
0: Yeah. And then you got your R. Are you going to use the same R if you do another R?
1: R as in Roberto.
0: As in (laughs) are you going to the mall? Are you going
1: C-O-U-R? Are you going to the mall
0: later? I like that. I don't know. I look forward to the next time I get to witness Like should I
1: study the alpha beta? Alpha beta. (laughs) Chai. Let's see. Charlie. Charlie. Delta. Yeah. Echo.
0: Well, this is the military one. Foxtrot, India, Juliet, Kilo, Lima. Lima? Oh, I said Lima. Adriana Lima. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mike. Papa. Mike. Quebec. Romeo. Sierra Tango. Victor. Whiskey. X ray. Yankee. Whiskey. And Zuzu. I would do Zulu. Zuzu? Zulu
1: as in tequila. Okay. B as in Budweiser. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> c as in i think next
0: time you just switch it up okay uh are you happy to be back i am after your little stint on the I-L-I-R? il ir i've got football on the mind I-L. so i'm already thinking il waiver wire i'm thinking ir i know and that's coming i'm up. starting to i cannot believe it's coming up i won't talk about it again it's i re- already went off on it a couple weeks ago yeah. uh actually last week I went off a little bit. I got a little <laughs> heated. Yeah, I said I'm gonna have a contract this year for the girls playing.
1: What happens? So, like, if they don't set their lineup, or if you find you get a one, husband, if you find a husband is running the team, are if they find booted? a husband's running
0: the team, your team is removed, and your money just goes to you. Just don't have a chance to win. It just go keeps stays in the pot. You will not be refunded. Got it. You'll get a warning if it's forget to set your lineup. Or okay. if you can make a strong case,
1: but you always send out a text. I feel like you send out a text to the group like on I remind, Saturday night. And no, like, I remind
0: the first week, and I say just a heads up. Consider setting your lineup, and then because yeah. people forget Thursday night football, yep. and such. And and then beyond that, it's on you. I could set a reminder because if I want everyone to set their lineup, it's not really an advantage. But I want them to care, and that's why I fight for a little bit higher of a buy-in because I think people care. I think if we we used to do my league, this will be our 11th year doing my league, and the buy-in, well, the first year I think we didn't do it for money. Maybe the first two years we didn't do it for money, yeah. and I think the first year I did it for money, it was 20 bucks, and people just stopped caring after a certain point.
1: Yeah, you have to make it worth enough money where people are like, I if I – don't set my lineup. I don't want to just give away. X yeah. Amount of or
0: money. a trophy or bragging rights or a thing if you get last place. I've seen a few things come out lately. See, of I think
1: that's the key. Go is, on
0: a date with a jumbo Winnie the Pooh, which I would actually be honored to take yeah, Mr. Pooh love, out on a date. You, Mr. Pooh. <laughs> Honestly, he is home attire inspo. Just sometimes I'm just wearing a t shirt and I say that I'm dressed in my Winnie the Pooh attire.
1: What's the um, author's name? Milne?
0: Um, a. A. Milne.
1: A. A. Milne. Yeah. So I say that if that's a Moon. Crossword, that's a crossword clue a lot.
0: Milne. Yeah. Yeah. I say if Moon had a pen name, she would be M. M. Pin. Yeah. yeah. So that would be if she ever wrote a book. Let's hope she doesn't write a tell all. Oh. I mean, I think her tell all would be positive, right? My
1: headphones just went out.
0: Oh, well. Oh, oh you sound great. Please don't discuss the equipment on air. I'm embarrassed.
1: Well, I'm the I'm the tech. <laughs>
0: That's true. You are my stage crew. I don't know Please just happened. pretend everything's business as usual. You everything's st- are perfect. you still out?
1: Oh, there we go. <laughs> Please stop, honestly. That was so weird. I don't want
0: to have to edit this out.
1: No, it's good.
0: Okay. I'm just saying. Okay, so you're back. Yeah. Twins. Twins is interesting. I don't know the last time they were here. Obviously with interleague. Yeah, and all that consuming and then you have yeah
1: excited to be back it was it sucks being on the io i don't enjoy it and it sucks i mean we are playing good which i don't know i mean obviously you i love that we we're playing good but it makes you like miss it even more
0: Because you want to be a part of it.
1: Yeah. Like, everyone's doing so good and scoring runs and getting big hits. And, like, you just like, man, I want to be in the lineup. I want to feel that. I want to be a part of this. I just don't want to slap hands in the dugout. I want to be on the field. Well, I mean, it's fun to be in the dugout and, like, supporting everyone. And, I mean, on on the other side of it, like – you don't want us to not do good either, right? Obviously. I like, think
0: I would. So if it's me and this is why I tell you all the time, I'd be a terrible teammate. If I'm out of the lineup, I don't really I don't want the team to do well. I want to be the reason they're doing well. But that is why you are who you are and I am obviously with this clunky thing on my thumb, I am not a professional <laughs> athlete or a wonderful teammate. <laughs> I would be terrible.
1: No, I think I think that's the beauty of this team and this lineup is, it's really not dependent on one guy. Obviously, we have, you know, a lot. A lot of people talk about Mookie, Trey, and Freddie at the top of the lineup, and they set the tone, and they've been setting the tone for us all year. But, you know, the lineup is not dependent on one guy being in there totally um, to carry the the team, and it's it's literally like next man up mentality and. It doesn't matter if guys are starting or coming off the bench, um, you know, guys are contributing no matter what, and guys are taking good at bats and it's just, it's fun to be a part of. It's a, it's a fun, it's a good feeling to go to the field every day and then knowing you're going to, you know, be a part of this lineup and knowing, you know, the, the ceiling is so high.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, this series. Well, so full disclosure, when I was home while you were on the road and you weren't playing, I was sad because I that was my one thing. I thought, oh, at least I'll just be able to watch him play every night. And I watched the games for sure, but it's just a different, it's just more fun when you're in there. Did you have half a thought of if I come back and the streak ends, I am the cooler or no? No. Okay. I never, I like there's no way I thought that that's
1: right you thought if you <laughs> came to the game last night which you did Sunday Sunday Two yeah we didn't ago. play last night yeah um you came to the game Sunday and I still wasn't playing and we had like a eight game seven game win streak going and mm-hmm. you were nervous because you were like if I come to the game my first game in a while yeah and they don't win it's my fault
0: yeah totally so I yeah they, they got you off the hook totally well I it's the Twins are actually in a crazy, they're tied now yeah. for first. It's a tight,
1: tight little division race there.
0: AL Central, my socks are just right there.
1: Did they win the second game? I know they lost the first game today. No. Doubleheader. No, they th- were winning. Two to one. Three to one oh, maybe? I know they yeah. lost
0: one. They're a game and a half back now, but I don't care about them. It's, uh, yeah, so they're like playing for a lot and i felt like this game was going to be a little tighter than it was but
1: they have a really good offense yeah their offense is good and their bullpen's really good they have a lot of big arms in their bullpen and i think that just speaks volumes of what julio went out and did tonight um, navigating that lineup yeah um you know he's
0: keeping them quiet he's
1: special i mean we've all known that Totally. He's a special pitcher, and yeah. he has been for a long time. But somehow, it still seems like he's flying under the radar.
0: Yeah, I don't know how. He's so fun to watch. Yeah, I when I saw he was pitching today, I went and I was coming back, and you were coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited. Uh, but full disclosure, my superstitions. I think about them. I don't. I'm not. I mean, I'm not acting on them yet. Ish. So, at the game, well, Sunday I went to the game, and you guys are obviously on a streak, which now that I verbalize that, please don't blame me. I think it's no secret.
1: <laughs> Knock on wood.
0: And I went to the game. It was fine. I went to the game tonight. It was fine. First at bat, I'm in my seat. You strike out. Yeah, I sucked. But you brought to a full count. So even on your <laughs> strikeouts, you are a difference maker. Don't forget that. Okay. So I go and the after your strikeout, I, they were about to bat around. It was going to come around to you. I
1: really set the tone for that inning. Like, if I don't strike I out, say to that, lead though. out, I the really ending, do always say that. Like, does Gavin get a hit? Does Joey get a hit? Does Belly get a hit? Does. Yeah. <laughs> and every, I
0: mean? honestly, everything I yeah. feel like always comes together the way it should. Whether you're the guy that grounds out and moves a runner, you know, whatever it is, like, you have your role. And obviously, anytime you can bring a pitcher to a full count, I think that's. Something to be proud of. <laughs> Thanks, I know ben. you don't care. It doesn't matter. But I do, care. I do think that I that care. There's something to make information harvesting that you're able to do on a longer at bat, I can appreciate that. It won't show up in the box score, but <laughs> it'll be a strikeout. There's but, something to
1: <laughs> making a guy work hard for an out. Yeah. And I try to take pride in doing that and not being an easy out. And you're not always going to get a hit, but yeah. sometimes when you make them work maybe hard, maybe all for an those out, pitches, yeah.
0: the guys behind you, Saw something and they <laughs> wanted to feast on it. Yeah. You never know.
1: Never know. <laughs> I'll take credit for it with my strikeout.
0: Yeah. So last night at, oh, well then I wasn't in my seat for your second at bat. You had a double. I think, ugh. Okay. So I'm like, do I not go out there? And you look, sometimes I know you look at me. Mm-hmm. I And so you knew I wasn't there for your second at bat. And then you hit a double. Yeah. Would it have went out if I was in my seat? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> it was close
1: it was close to being caught
0: <laughs> i don't know he came in he almost caught it out. i almost said came out of left field but yeah, he, came in from center
1: yeah came out of nowhere
0: and he was it was like a like run by the clip of it's very funny it's like you just see him like whoop yep. and he's gone yeah. no catch uh last night at the kershaw's challenge ping pong for purpose great event so i was eating it takes me longer to eat and in, in my current state, and you went and said, oh, I'm going to go find my table. I'm, we're probably starting soon. They were kind of calling for players. I missed. It must have been so fast. Was the game fast?
1: Yeah, because we played Gavin, and Gavin is the worst ping pong player I've ever seen. Really? He was so bad.
0: Like Forrest Gump would be embarrassed to even watch him. Any
1: Like a 10-year-old would have been embarrassed to watch him.
0: You know, has anyone ever thought this is so sidetracked, but he comes to... Your games, Tom Hanks, he really? had to have practiced. I know it was probably I don't. It wasn't CGI in 1994, which wasn't. I'm assuming 1994. He was the probably, ping pong champ. He had to have learned a little.
1: He's probably really good at ping pong. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you think anyone's ever reached out and tried to invite him, even just to come in your clubhouse and play a game, maybe? Because he's always know. there. That's a. He's yeah, in a that's suite. Interesting, yeah. I'm going to try to manifest that. I love Forrest Gump. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. But anywho, yeah. so missed your first game. You annihilated Gavin, who was shit-talking, pretty heavy. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you don't even You don't even need to go over there. Like, we're going to kick your ass. Yeah. Like, clown, quote. And so I, I finish eating, and I go, and I'm looking for you, and I'm looking for you, and you're already looking at the board, and seeing your next whatever how everything was playing out you would already won.
1: yeah me and will i was with will Farrell. yes which was awesome
0: the sc boys and yeah. i watched your second match
1: and what happened you didn't win you're the cooler
0: was it me was it close what was the final score
1: mm, it was like uh what do you play to oh, 21, 21 like 13 or 14
0: you guys had him you were in his head uh yeah but he brought a ringer fully. The other guy was like the silent assassin. No,
1: who was it? was David Berman and uh, I can't remember who his partner was. I but don't remember. Whatever. We had fun. Me you and Will had fun.
0: I don't know. It was so hot on the field. I don't know how Will was wearing that heavy cowboy hat.
1: Will was pretty good. He has a
0: style about him. He was good. He was very focused. He didn't really... You talked... A little more than he did during playing. Yeah, and he, he was, was quiet. a little more zoned he, in.
1: He was more, he was way more quiet than I w- was anticipating. During uh, ping pong or in general? During ping pong. Because gener- okay. you've pong. met him before. No, you just yeah, talked we, to him at the Kings we game for or a while. Lakers, game. Lakers game. Lakers game. We went to the Lakers Clippers game. Um, I went with Johnny Lopez and, and his son Auggie.
0: But he's been out and then he's been out at games. Yeah, and,
1: and we that. went down on the court before the game and he was down there and we talked yes. to him for a little bit. Yeah um but in the second game i was we were losing so i started kind of trying to s- smack talk berman and get in his head mm-hmm. and i was every time we hit a ball to him i was like yelling berman and kind of rattled him it for a was bit. rattling him because our first like seven or eight points all came off the paddle yeah. of david berman
0: but he stayed the course
1: but then will started getting into it too and he started yelling Berman. <laughs> <laughs> so we were trying to get. Think in he there? was
0: jolted awake last night in his sleep and heard it, and I don't is know. still. I don't know hearing it.
1: I was. I was hoping he was going to come to the game today and sit somewhere in dugout club and just yell. I saw Trey's yell, partner yell Berman. Oh yeah, Marty,
0: in the on near the on deck circle. So Trey
1: was with Marty Fish, and they got who obviously is a uh, excellent tennis player. And he's, when I saw that
0: team, I would just thought really this is the ringer team.
1: Yeah. Really good tennis player well, amazing tennis player supposedly off the chart pickleball player. Okay. Like,
0: I think that that plays. And yeah.
1: his ping pong game was very impressive.
0: Yeah. He has less court to cover. Yeah. So it's just the reflex but it's obviously.
1: But he was in the owner uh Marty and his son were sitting in the owner's box yeah. today right by the on-deck circle with Steph Curry. Yeah. So I was enough. actually talking crap to marty because he's actually i I think he's i'm pretty sure he's a twins fan oh yeah and i i was
0: okay i
1: was kind of yelling i was getting on some of our owners and i'm like hey you know alan was there and bobby was there and i said what are you guys doing you're letting a twins fan sit in the owner's box
0: he is from minnesota yeah dang marty marty how could you do this to us
1: it's all good Marty's yeah. awesome. He's he's an outstanding. I mean, he
0: lives in L.A., so yeah. I love that.
1: But the event was fun. That was probably the best group of celebrities I've seen at yeah. at Clayton's event. So Rob Lowe hosted. Yeah, and there was grab. so many people there. Brad Paisley was there playing. Aloe Black was there. Um, Will Leslie, Ferrell, obviously. Lisa, Lisa Leslie. Sluffy. Big Shot Bob Robert Ory was there. <laughs> big Shot Bob. Clay played Clay Pete and Trace. Wentz. Pete Wentz, yeah, there was there were some um, big names, uh, Mila Gab- and Ashton. Mila and Ashton, they're funny. They're really funny. Um, Gavin's partner was Becca from uh, *Bachelorette*, Bachelorette. Yes. and she's actually really good at ping pong. So she was like pissed
0: that she got put with him. That
1: she was, I thought she was gonna like.
0: I think it's like on *Dancing with the Stars* when the pros get paired with someone that's not a dancer, and they get eliminated in the first week, and they have to be. just so sad because obviously they want to they make more money as the rounds go on but obviously they want to choreograph and be on the show and then you have someone that's a stiff and then you're booted week one yep really i'm a pro yeah i don't get to do this so no it was great it's crazy to see how much that event has grown over the years and yeah they had a lot a lot of people there and yeah so like who's who of la for a while, um, and it's cool because it's such a laid back kind of style event where you'll be watching one of the games, and then you look to your left and you're standing next to a celebrity. But you would—it's like more like unassuming. You know, everyone's just kind of there. There's no separation or VIP lounge or anything like that. It's everyone's just kind of mixed and mingled in the crowd. So that's cool.
1: You know who was there was um Lamorne Morris. Yeah from game night yeah and i was like waiting because you said it first obviously because everything that's funny comes out of your mouth first and then you always tell me i just say it louder appreciate that um but i was waiting for like the moment when i can drop a yeah baby that's not denzel (laughs) and (laughs) i I never got to say it to him i wanted to say it so bad a lot i know
0: full disclosure not to put him on blast but my friend who sat with me at the games i won't even put her on blast There's a feature on Raya, which is the dating app. I won't tell you which teammates of yours are on there, but uh, you have to be, you have to apply if you're a gal. So you have to be a looker or you have to be, you know, a model or a, I don't know, someone in the industry. It's like very primitively, like you, it's like your approval in there is like, why do girls subject themselves to this? It's Uh kind of silly. And then to be a guy in there, you have to be, an actor, an agent, someone of some sort of note. Yeah, like you'd like have to
1: have a blue check on Twitter. Yeah, like.
0: As, um, yeah. in so many words, yes. Yeah. And he, there's a feature on it, not where you're, you've you been matched with that person, but you can turn on location and see who's nearby. Yeah, yeah. And when she flips it on, he's come up on there before. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's right. shooting a shot at Daughter Stadium. like it. But I don't know how that works if she can reach him from there or if it's just kind of uh, this person's here. Yeah. Like, I don't know if... There's some apps. I think Bumble's the one where the girl has to initiate. I don't know. know. We met, I think, a month before uh, Tinder took off. Yeah. So, neither of us got to do any damage on the dating Old-fashioned way. (laughs) Just met in the club. In the club. Yeah. So, I I don't know. In the supper club. Sometimes I learn from my single friends and... I just think it's funny that he was on there. Yeah. Date night is such game night. Date night. Game night. Game night is such a sleeper, funny movie. So funny. And if you haven't watched it, please watch it.
1: Yeah. Uh, big, big Jason Bateman fan. Yeah. He's good.
0: It's so good. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of those that I think kind of passed through. And if you didn't watch it, I think we actually rented it in a hotel. And it was great.
1: Yeah. I laugh. I watch it all the time. It's one of the ones that uh, it's one of the movies that's downloaded on my iPad and on the plane rides when like, I don't have anything to watch. It's already downloaded. So I watch it all the time. Yeah. That and that and greatest Showman are my two like go-tos that I watch all the time on flights.
0: Yeah. Well, as much as this was a fun week. With ping pong and doing the backpack drive uh, with, well, we did the Dodgers backpack drive and the Kershaw's Challenge. It was a big week for Kershaw's Challenge. Also very, very heartbreaking news in the Dodger community mm-hmm. with the passing of the great Vin Scully. Yes. And it would be, I don't, we wouldn't be able to do an episode this week and not talk about Vin and just awful news and you just it's one of those people that you just think is always going to be there and Mm -hmm. is that kind of constant in Los Angeles and even though he had been retired just seeing his videos on social media and Twitter and hearing updates about him and all of that it's just really really sad that one that news was very very tough to receive.
1: Yeah I think so we were in San Francisco when we found out and I think I was sitting in the batting cage with Kershaw when it like flashed up on the TV. And then we had a couple of people, um, down in the cage and they were like, wait, what? And they looked it up and they're like, Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. So I don't know. That's like, I feel like that's like a moment I'll probably never forget, like sit next to Kersh and kind of finding out that news. And we were just yeah. talking about him and, Like Kershaw was like, man, he lived such an amazing life. Like he impacted so many people. He probably is one of the greatest ambassadors for the game of baseball, whether he was creating dreams for young kids to want to play baseball or whether he was creating, you know, young kids, young baseball fans by narrating the game and telling his stories and teaching the game of baseball while he was broadcasting. He was a teacher. Um, He gave lessons, not only about baseball, but about life. And he was just one of the most, I don't like spectacular human beings I've ever met. Like, I don't think that there's a bad thing that anyone can say about Vince Scully.
0: Yeah. Unless they just were upset that he wasn't there. Announcer, you know, I just like everyone wanted so much of Vin, and it's, it's, we, everyone always says, Oh, he should narrate bedtime stories and he Mm -hmm. should narrate, like, you just want, I think it is so cool that you have even just one clip of Vin narrating one of your hits or home runs, just him telling a story about you. It's, I don't know, it's hard to describe. And I, I don't know, I wrote a little thing on, social media just saying his presence was just you felt it and he was just larger than life but he was also so under the radar and just didn't like a lot of attention on him which Mm -hmm. obviously everyone was you know wanting to give him attention he was the one of the faces of the dodgers oh he is the face of the Dodgers for decades and decades yeah and yeah it's just that like larger than life and just everything he did I was just in awe of and just such a natural talent and it's I've went they've posted a lot of clips and different things from his career and just his ability to narrate a scene and paint a picture but know what's just enough and then let people kind of live in that moment because you'll listen to a lot of broadcasters and I mean, I, you, silence for a lot of people is they have to fill it. And same, mm-hmm. like, let's say you're at a party and you're talking to someone. The second there's that two, three, four seconds of silence, it's awkward, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, so anyways, um, and you try to fill it. But yeah. Vin had this, which I don't think you can teach, this skill to just kind of let the silence do the talking and yep. let the moment happen and mm-hmm. develop and... Because, you know, obviously he does a call, says what happens, and then just letting the crowd and everything else fall into place. So that was one of my favorite talents that he possessed.
1: He is an icon. And we were lucky enough to actually get invited to go to the service um, Monday morning. And one of the cool things that I learned at the service, you know, his daughter got up and, and talked about him. And she said, you know, for you guys, you know, most people saw him as this great baseball narrator and teacher of the game and storyteller about all things baseball. He's like, but when he came home, he was just dad to us. And she said, our favorite thing as kids was bedtime. And you mentioned the bedtime stories. And they said that, you know, he would tell them bedtime stories and they wanted to stay up. (laughs) as late as they could and just have them them. keep telling bedtime stories. And I mean, can you imagine like that had to have been pretty cool. I mean, you have Vince Scully literally telling you bedtime stories and it was a beautiful eulogy. Um, and it was a great service and there was a lot of people, um, you know, family, friends, and then a lot of baseball people there, um, obviously, you know, paying their respects. And I think, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel pretty fortunate to, to yeah. be included and, and obviously be there and just um yeah, say say goodbye.
0: Yeah. He yeah, it's it's incredible and his career and when you think about the span of his career and everything that happened in the world since his career started and I yeah. It's it's wild to me to look back and I'm sure it was for him to take that time when he retired and look back and reflect on, on everything. And I think people were just lucky to just be able to enjoy his talent Mm -hmm. and watch games and hear him on the radio. And I, there will never be another in my opinion. I think everyone will probably try to not do their best Vin, but try to be able to captivate an audience the way that he could in a way that only he could, I think.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I just, I just think about like, you know, some of the things that I picked up that are directly from Ben, obviously, you know, those five words, it's time for Dodger baseball. That will be around. I think as long as the Dodgers are playing major league baseball, that those are going to be the five words that starts every game. Um, but you know, one of the other ones that I was thinking about the other night that, you know, whenever it's a, there's a sunset and especially here in California, you know, you get the pink skies and he used to always talk about the cotton candy sky. Did you see and the sky I, tonight? Oh my god, It's been it actually so really good. Beautiful. And every time I look up for the last nine years, you know, yeah, if not longer, every time I look up and I see a sky like that, I automatically think about Vin describing the cotton candy sky. And not even just at daughter stadium. We'll be driving and
0: you'll say, Oh, Vin's cotton candy sky. Yeah. 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 It's wild. And every, like a lot of times it was what he would say was just so simple. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it was just a comfort. And I didn't grow up in LA and I didn't grow up with Vin aside from, you know, his voice being in certain things and narrating things and references and movies and all that. But uh, since you were here, it just became that comfort and full disclosure. I used to go to the games a little late mm-hmm. and I would have it on the app and have the broadcast <laughs> on as I was coming in the stadium or I turn on um, the broadcast and just, I don't know. I enjoyed that time coming into the stadium, being a few minutes late and getting to hear Vin. And I actually understand the people that still would put the sound in their like their headphones at the game.
1: So many people would, especially in Dodger stadium would have headphones on so they could listen to Vin while they were at the game. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think about, you know, after he passed and seeing all this stuff on Twitter and everyone sharing their stories, their Vin Scully stories. It's, it's awesome. Every, every single story is, is so unique, but you know, the, the common one was every single baseball player that I think has ever played in Dodger Stadium uh has always said the most iconic thing was getting to hear Ben Scully announce my name and and getting him have him call one of my at bats and so many guys totally just recognize that and um like hearing all the stories and and stuff uh there's three obvious ones that stand out the Gibson call, which is absolutely amazing and not just the call the whole lead up to him pinch hitting was amazing um the rick monday um grabbing the flag in center field is um spectacular and then obviously hank aaron's home run is iconic so uh those three are the top three for me i'm sure they're top three for everyone but um yeah it's been yeah. It's sad and happy. I mean, it's it's sad that he's gone, but I we, I feel extremely blessed to have had the opportunity to play in LA and get to know him and get to meet him and get to have conversations with him and you know, feel like he always treated me like a friend.
0: Yeah. Well, you met him when you were still playing for New York.
1: He came down to the club to the visiting clubhouse. And was looking for me.
0: I remember this. And you sent me the selfie or the photo. I don't know if I don't I know, think it was a I know. I've Someone been looking
1: it. for that photo. You're in too. a I gotta gray,
0: like a, or you're in a Mets t shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I have it.
1: And he came down to the clubhouse and was looking for me. And I was like, why is Vince Scully looking for me? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do I do? We have David Wright, Am Jose I Reyes, on bills? <laughs> like Beltron, like K Rod, like all these superstars on our team. And Vin Scully is like asking for me and <laughs> he came down he started talking and talked about being from Southern California and, and whatnot. And I will never forget. He said, you know, I'm a redhead too. us. Redheads got to stick together. So, um, <laughs> it, that, I, that was, that just blew me away. I was like, Oh my God. I, I know. I, remember I can't that. believe. And then he, and then when I got to the Dodgers, I think it was my first year and I was hitting and he told a story about how oh, redheads yeah. redheads were going to be extinct. You
0: can find it online. Yeah,
1: there's a clip of it. I was like, oh no. But now I feel <laughs> like I, I feel like there's some pressure to try to keep. Uh,
0: Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's probably like, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool, and it's one of those where you try to probably play it cool, mm-hmm. and then he walks away, and you think, oh my gosh, Ben Scully just sought me out, and you're just mm-hmm. that has to be wild. Yeah. I just always said to you, and even at the event where I was able to meet him, I, and I, I said, can you like, isn't it crazy? He knows who you are. Yeah. Which is wild to me. You just know, I, him I, knowing you at that point And then obviously growing closer to him over the years.
1: I've only went up into his booth one time. And it was that day we went up and met him and then Adrian and I were up there and we took the selfie with him. Yeah. Um, that was the only time I've been in that booth ever in yeah. 9 years. Was yeah. to go up and I know. and spend some time with him and thank him and um it was just amazing how patient he was and how engaged in the conversations and like the connection. Like he never like rushed through a conversation. Mm-hmm. He never like was looking over your shoulder to get to the next conversation. He always took the time to just talk. Yeah. And it was awesome.
0: And I know he loved narrating kids during the game mm-hmm. and what they were doing or yeah. they're eating cotton candy or, you know, have their glove. And even just that day when we went into his booth and he was retiring and we thanked him and wished him well the players' kids coming up. Yep. I remember he would spend so much time with them. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to obviously, I mean, when we went, you asked me if I wanted to come to the stadium. You said there was going to be an opportunity for us to go and wish Vin well and you know, John, Suhu who would be there to take a photo. And I was like, absolutely. Yeah. And I know they were probably trying to keep him moving through the line. But mm-hmm. I just remember when a players' kid would come in. He just, it was like time stood still and he just had such a blast with them. So when his daughter was speaking, I just thought that's so, I mean, he just had to have been the best dad and the best grandpa. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And we will miss him.
1: Definitely. And we think about him every single game. Totally. Every, every time we start a Dodger game. uh, Like I said, those, those words. It's yeah, time for Dodger baseball, and fifty thousand people will think about Vin Scully.
0: Yeah, and the memorial is out at the entrance to Daughter Stadium, mm-hmm. right on Vin Scully. There, and it started out so small, and it is grown yeah. exponentially. There are so many things out there: flowers, and hats, and candles, signs, letters, everything. Just I don't know. It makes me sad when I pull into the stadium, but I'm also just, it's just a reminder of how many people were touched by him and, you know, obviously wanted to take the time to pay their respects to him and honor him.
1: Yeah. And anyone who's taken the um, stadium tour and come down to the first floor and you see all the gold gloves and world championship trophies and MVPs. Well, if you keep going towards our clubhouse, then you'll start seeing the retired jerseys, you know, the nukes and Jackie and Campy and Tommy. Sutton, Tommy, all the jerseys. And then once you get past the, the jerseys, there's another wall with a bunch of plaques and Vin's plaques up mm-hmm. on that wall. Yeah. And um every day there's been there's a giant bouquet of like blue roses yeah. right in front of his plaque. So yeah. every time we walk in and walk out, yeah. Those those flowers are right there under under his picture.
0: Yeah. I love that. I got to see those. It's yeah. really cool. We'll miss you, then.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And the Dodgers are actually selling those patches that we're wearing on our jerseys. They're going to sell them up in the team store. So if you want... If you have your Dodger jersey and you want one of the VIN patches, you can get them now. I think they're selling them up in the team store and and put one of his patches on on your jersey, on your Dodger jersey, which I think is really cool. I don't think they've ever done that.
0: No, I saw those today. Those are cool for sure. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Reminder to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and you can rate and review the podcast if you listen on Apple or Spotify. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>